I don't know about you, but lockdown Zoom cocktail parties have done a number on my pocketbook. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of Strive, Seek, Find. When we couldn't go anywhere, or see anyone, or visit with friends, Zoom cocktail parties became a replacement behavior as we were locked in. And it forced us to open up our palates to some different flavors. And as a staunch, staunch believer that whiskey should be consumed neat, this has been a bit of struggle for me. But even I have found some I like. Now with Valentine's Day this weekend, and a very different Valentine's Day, with most of us staying at home, Amy and I thought it would be a way to spruce up your day, to provide us with three very special whiskey cocktails to do as you celebrate with your loved ones at home. Now let's get started. Amy, welcome back to the program, honey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so you say that uh, we didn't get into cocktails until pandemic? Oh, actually, I didn't. Well, no, I, I think we actually have been into this longer than you think. We have a really healthy bed of mint in our backyard, and mojitos have been part of our lives for a little while. This is a good point, but mojitos don't impact my whiskey supply. Yeah, good point. <laughs> it was a rather large step for us to take to uh, mix whiskey into a cocktail. In fact, uh, some might call it sacrilege. I would. <laughs> and one of the drinks that we're trying tonight actually was inspired by a drink that we tried at a local cocktail bar pre-pandemic. But before we get to that cocktail, let's talk about why we even got into making these cocktails. Uh, last spring hit us like a snowstorm. It was like a bulldozer. <laughs> it was quite the experience to be home and teaching and being a parent and trying to do it all at once. And suddenly um, the, liquor, the liquor in our liquor cabinet all of a sudden looked like it needed friends too. And so we started playing around a little bit and mixing them up to see what we could find. And lo and behold, our friends across the valley were doing the same thing. And suddenly we were having Zoom parties and they were cocktail parties and we started exchanging recipes and it turned into a very fun sideline. <laughs> and uh, more than a little bit competitive. And if you also want to know something that will knock you on your keister, try a French 75, which we're not doing today. We're not doing that one tonight. That really did knock me off my chair. So before we dig in, I'll just mention tonight... Because to, to be reasonable, we're splitting cocktails, we're going, <laughs> which because neither one of us want to, wants to be a cheap date on an, on a weeknight. <laughs> so tonight we're going to take sips of three different bourbon cocktails: the whiskey smash, the dusty passport, and the brown derby. I'll note that while we discuss each of these cocktails, you can also find recipes and pictures on the Strive Seek Find page on Facebook. The Whiskey Smash. When I heard about this recipe, my first thought, lemons. How can we go wrong? So with the Whiskey Smash, this is what we did. We took half of a lemon, cut it into wedges, 
and put it in an ice shaker. And before you start adding anything else to it, you muddle it with a muddler. Is that what the tool's called? <laughs> and then you add eight mint leaves and three-fourths ounce simple syrup and then one and a half to two ounces of a whiskey of your choice. We added, what did we add tonight? Breckenridge. Breckenridge, thank you. And then we added just a little bit of aromatic bitters and orange bitters. And it has been fun creating these cocktails because I never realized exactly what kind of a role bitters play in a cocktail. And a really great analogy is to think of them as spices. Just like you add spices when you're cooking, you can add bitters to your drinks as a type of spice. Just keep them away from the whiskey cabinet. (laughs) So then you add those items to your shaker with ice, and then you shake them, and then you pour the smashed contents into a glass. And this is unique to this particular uh, cocktail because all of the contents of the shaker actually go into the glass. So you end up with this very lemony, mashed up mess in the bottom of your cup that is absolutely gorgeous. It's really pretty and very festive. Add a little sprig of mint to it and you are set. And I'm less concerned with pretty. I'm more concerned with how it tastes. Shall we? Shall. Oh, that is so good. It is very lemon forward. And then you get the mint and the bourbon and... I don't notice the bitters, but it's sweet and it's sour and it's got that heat that comes from bourbon in it. What are you tasting, dear? Lemonade. Like the kind you get at the uh, at the fair. That fresh squeezed lemonade. I don't even get the bourbon. Oh, going back in for a second taste. Don't say as I blame you. Mm-hmm. And Breckenridge is a very smooth bourbon to begin with. So it can get lost in the background. But it fits nicely. Yeah, this one goes down really easily. It is kind of the Kool-Aid of the whiskey cocktail world. I don't know that I'd call it Kool-Aid. What would you call it then? Mm, Mojito? (laughs) Granted, mojito. (laughs) It has that refreshing... Uh, backstory to it that you ought to be on the deck on a hot evening and this although it's winter and we're enjoying it very much now too (laughs) hot outside would be good with this because the freshness of mint especially when it's coming from your own garden good lemons you can't beat good lemons but with just that hit of whiskey there's um this really has that uh super fresh country you know squeezed lemonade flavor it has the pulp it has the pulp of the lemon in it which really kind of adds texturally to it and so that's really a lot of fun but again this one goes down really fast and easy so you watch out (laughs) all right next up we're going to move on to the brown derby the brown derby is really new to us as in weeks. We chose to do it tonight because, honestly, everybody has an old-fashioned recipe. Everybody's pretty good at it, and we didn't want to add to that. 
So we chose a simple three ingredient cocktail because simple is hard to beat. One note as we're getting ready to, to do this. First time we made it, we made it with a fresh, as fresh as you can get in Idaho, grapefruit. The second time we made it, we used bottled grapefruit juice. Don't do that. <laughs> it is such a difference in flavor that I would just, warning, warning, danger, Will Robinson, make sure you get and squeeze your own juice to, when you make this cocktail. You, you miss out on a ton of mouthfeel if you don't use the fresh juice. So for the Brown Derby, it is two ounces of bourbon. And which one did we use on this? Uh, 1792 cask strength. Oh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't, did we? We didn't. We used the last of the... Uh, we used the very last. Of the Four Roses. Yep. I, I just, as soon as you said that, I went, oh, no, we didn't, because I emptied it as I made it tonight. <laughs> okay, so two ounces of bourbon, a half of an ounce of a honey water syrup. And so we took uh, just a one-to-one -one ratio of honey and water and mixed that up to create a syrup. And then one and a half ounces of grapefruit juice. And again, like Chance said, the fresh squeezed really does make a big difference on this one. So make sure that you take that little extra step. All right. Brown Derby. It's a lot too much. Oh. It is sweeter. It is sweeter than the lemon uh, from the whiskey smash. It is. Um, it's almost has a brown sugar mm -hmm. sweetness to it, and it's probably the honey in it that does that. But the grapefruit juice really cuts the sweetness, and a lot of the the overall character of the whiskey. This is not something you would use. Choose a good mixing whiskey for it. I probably, next time we make it, would use a Buffalo Trace rather than something I like to sip like a Four Roses. Overall, it's a really nice, pleasant drink. It would be very pleasant on a summer afternoon. Um, it's actually quite pleasant right now in the winter time, but there's no texture to it unless you've got the pulp of the grapefruit juice in there. And so it is one that slides down very quick and easy. Um, but I do feel the pull of the bourbon a lot more. Yeah. All right. One more taste. One more taste. It's a pretty, it's a pretty color. It's a pretty color. It's a solid double, but. It's yeah. a pink drink. It's a pink drink for Valentine's. There it is. Because the other two are definitely not pink. Happy Valentine's Day, dear. This is the only <laughs> gift you're getting. <laughs> a pink drink. <laughs> All right. And now, last and not least, well, that's to be debated, the Dusty Passport. Okay, this one is, this one's my favorite. And Chance is going to disagree, but you got to hear me out on this one. So let me tell you what's in it first, and then I will tell you the story of it. 
So the Dusty Passport has an one ounce of bourbon in it, and I used the 1792. Three quarter ounce simple syrup, half an ounce of a scotch whiskey, and a smoky one is better. And I used Coila, and we'll come back to that in a minute because I can see you already getting all, all excited about that one. <laughs> and pecan bitters. So the story behind this one is that this drink was inspired by a drink that I had at a local cocktail bar here in town um, two years ago. And it was just before I took off on a trip to Las Vegas with some girlfriends for um, a women's weekend. And I have to tell you that this particular cocktail was better than anything that I had in Las Vegas that entire weekend. Uh, and to, to I have that, looked... That's not hard. Vegas. <laughs> Sorry, Vegas folks, but Vegas is terrible. <laughs> so so anyhow, this is one then I come back from that and we're too busy and we, you know, um, life gets away from us. And then, oh, pandemic. This is the, this is the drink then that I've been trying to recreate ever since. And so this is what I call the Dusty Passport. And along the rim... I ran some Coila and dipped the glass in salt. And so we have the salt tears of not being able to travel during pandemic paired with the memories of travel that we have had in past years. So see, this is all wrapped up. There's a story here. There's a story. There's an importance to using the Coila. <laughs> And she used one of my better bourbons and one of my best scotches in a mixture together. I know. It's it, so awesome. It is a sin. It no. It is a sin. <laughs> um, but let's taste it and we'll make a decision here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you uh, knocked my dusty tears off. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay, this is a marvelous drink. It is so uber smooth. And it has almost a cinnamony type um, overtone to it that you're probably getting from the pecan bitters. And the sweetness of it is cut by the salty tears. The tears really do make it. No, no, they do not. Yes, they do. <laughs> What you've done is you've taken two of my favorite things to drink and ruined them both. <laughs> no, no, it is marvelous. You have to try this. It really is. It's it's smooth, it's buttery, it's cinnamony, and it has it, that juxtaposition between the salt and the sugar with the spice is really magical. And when you pour it out of the shaker, they've, it's got this foam on top that just kind of sizzles there on top and gives it this cloudy look that is just gorgeous. Or you pour Colila in a whiskey glass, sit there and enjoy the nose, and sip it. I can tell you which of those experiences I prefer. 
<laughs> okay, this one is good with a chocolate chip cookie. No, it's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> cheers, <Salut>. dear. <laughs> I'm going back to the uh, whiskey smash at this point. <laughs> As you can see, this one is one that we uh, have very different uh, points of view on. But it very much is worth a checking out because it really does have a unique flavor profile to it. And it's very smooth, very buttery. It warms you all the way down. Um, it's smoother than either scotch or bourbon by themselves neat. And, I, and I'm and i very much a neat scotch person. I, I much prefer that. But this is one exception that I will make. All of this to say, if you're looking for a way to spruce up Valentine's at home. Or spice it up. <laughs> Have a bourbon with your honey. That's it for this bonus edition of Strive Seek Fight. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave a review. If you'd like to discuss this or any other episode, please reach out on the Strive Seek Find page on Facebook or to at Chance Whitmore 5 on Twitter. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day.